Good morning, Agape. How are you this morning? Uh, it's great to be with you again, all the way from Bangkok. And uh, today I'm excited. I want us to jump into talking about believe and what believe is and what believing is and how that affects our life and how we're supposed to walk that out in our life. And um, uh, I just want to just share it from my heart. I'm, I'm not sure how this is all going to come out. I woke up this morning just really feeling like, um, man, I just, it, it, there's a message there. And, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't fully uh, come to fruition until it's actually spoken. And so uh, I hope and believe that uh, that's going to happen today. So why don't we go ahead and pray and then we'll get started. All right. Father, we just thank you for this time. Lord, Father, we thank you for technology. Thank you for the ability to be able to send a message halfway around the world to a people who are going to hear this. And I believe that your words are going to touch their heart. That's my prayer. That's my hope. Lord, that the Holy Spirit would teach us, would teach them that they would hear the words spoken and that you would align them in the way that they need them aligned so that, the, so that the, they can connect the dots, so that the puzzle pieces can line up, so that they can live a more victorious, uh, faith-filled life. Father, that they would be able to grow and to mature into the fullness and the stature of Christ, that they will be able to do and fulfill the things that you've called them to do. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, today uh, I, I feel like it's maybe gonna be a little bit more of, of just kind of sharing a little bit with you. Uh, I wanna do two parts on believe and uh, the next message, I want to get a little bit deeper in what we're going to start talking about today. Um, but I want to share with you just some of my own struggles with believing, uh, with faith. Uh, you know, when we have wrong believing or when we believe the wrong things, uh, it affects our faith. You know, when I was a kid, uh, I went to a church and they had a, a, a mural of, of God, you know, judging people with lightning bolts. and and uh, that gave me the wrong kind of faith. That gave me the wrong kind of belief about God and that affected how I approached him. And so believing and what we believe is very important in our, in our spiritual walk. And um, just, to, just to, to begin right off the bat, what is believing? Believing, we can call it faith, right? We can call it uh, trust. When you believe someone to do what they said they're gonna do, you trust them. And we can call it confidence, we can call it conviction, we can call it having full assurance. Um, believing in faith is kind of interchangeable. And so, um, you know, we know in the Bible that, that God says that it's, without faith it's impossible to please Him. Uh, it's an important thing, it's an important part of our walk. Um, but I want us to talk about what it really means to believe and how does that, how does that uh, translate uh, in our life because we need to believe we need to have right beliefs about God and sometimes in my faith walk in my in my journey I've found myself having some beliefs about God in the area of faith that needed to be tweaked a little bit and maybe you're maybe you're further along than me I hope you are um, I wouldn't be surprised um, I don't believe I have arrived I don't believe I have it all figured out um, and, and I'm okay with that because I believe that God's okay with that. I believe that God is perfectly okay with me being where I'm at today. I wish 
I was further along. And I, I bet you wish, you wish you were further along as well, but you're not. You're where you're at today. And, and that's kind of the, 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 the foundation of what I want to talk about right now is do you believe, you know, we start this walk with God believing in the good news, believing in the gospel, believing um, that he loves us, believing that he, it doesn't matter how dirty or sinful we are, he accepts us and he washes those sins away. And that's how we start. And, and, and then sometimes it seems like after, after we get into the kingdom, after we get into the body of Christ, then there becomes all these things that we have to perform. And performing is in faith. Now, the next message, I want to talk about James chapter 2, where it talks about faith and works and how those things are supposed to work together. But before we can get to that part, we have to do this first message. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, I, the church at large, let's just say that, I'm not specifically saying agape or any other church, but, you know, the church at large, I think sometimes we've done things, we've taught things, or we've... Uh, not clarified things well enough for us to be able to live uh, the faith-filled life that we're supposed to and we've almost made it a little bit more difficult and what I mean by that is you know I found myself in the position to where um, I got saved and, and then we learned about all these promises right we learned about how God's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness and how God's provided all of our needs for us and how God's provided healing for us and how God's provided us everything. And we get to the point, or I got to the point where if I didn't have those things, or if I was not acting like I had those things, then I was a lesser of a Christian. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but almost like, you know, there's this thing of where we can't doubt because doubting is the opposite of faith. And we're supposed to be in faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God. I never, ever, 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 ever wanted to displease God, right? We always want to please Him. So I would find myself in this struggle, in this tension of, of in my heart, I'm doubting. In my heart, I don't necessarily believe, but I've got to pretend on the outside, at least on Sunday morning, that I've got it all together. And, and that's what I mean. I think we've made it harder uh, than it needs to be for us to believe. I think the first thing that we have to believe is that God loves us. His love for us is so amazing. We can't fathom it. We can't. The depth, the width, the length, the height, it, it is something that we will be discovering for the rest of our lives, maybe for the rest of eternity. His love for us is so incredibly amazing that it, that it blows my mind. And in conjunction with our faith, right? And what I what I referred to just a minute ago, when I wasn't perfect, or when I wasn't, you know, when I when I when I found myself saying things that were not faith-filled, I felt guilty and I felt like God was displeased with me. And I felt like I'm a lesser Christian and and, and, and all these other people are better than me and, and I need to do better at being good. I do better at having good faith and strong faith because that's I've been a Christian for several years and I've been to Bible school and I should be further along than this and then when that happens it almost it leaves us in a, in a complicated dangerous for me it's dangerous bad place with God because we start 
moving over into works. And the only way that I show my faith is by these actions and these works. And I know what some of you are thinking, James chapter 2, by faith, uh, you know, faith without works is dead. I totally agree with that. And we're going to get to that, okay? But um, when we get to this point of where, well, I didn't perform perfectly with God, all of a sudden, God begins to take a different place in our life. He's no longer this loving Heavenly Father that accepts us, accepts us in our, in, in our, in our weakness and in our, in, our, in our sinfulness. Now he's this you know, dictator ruler that needs to be pleased. And, and, I, and I get it. I, I want to have all those actions of faith. I want to have the fruit of faith in my life, but but how do I get it when it so that it comes from my heart, number one, and that it comes as a fruit instead of me just pretending? Because God doesn't respond to pretending. God responds to to faith, and faith is something that's in our heart. It's not something that we can just do. It, it it's something that comes from within. And so what I want us to, to just begin to look at today and, and then continue on next time is how are we, how our first believing about God, what, what is that? How do, you, how do you believe God views you today? Um, I, I wish I was further along in my life. I wish my faith was further developed. I wish... I didn't have days or moments of doubting. I wish I didn't have, you know, a, a lot of things. But am I okay with God? Is God okay with me? What do I believe on this? If I don't do everything perfectly today, is God displeased with me? And, and, and I don't want to contradict the Bible because I don't think it is contradictory. Because I think his, his grace and his mercy is amazing. And we strive to do these things and we do and there, there are times when we have to believe when our mind and our emotions all are screaming the opposite and and that's why we have the word and the tangible book so we can pick it up we can read those verses we can read those words and we can say yes this is what god says this is very clear and i'm going to hold on to this and every time my mind starts to race with worry i'm going to i'm going to hold on to this verse and i'm going to keep Praying, I'm gonna keep meditating. I'm gonna keep doing all of these things because I know, I know that the word is truth, and I know what the word tells me about what God thinks about me is true. But I find myself in that struggle, and so, are you able to? And this is this is something that was very, very, very difficult for me to do. I grew up in the church. Um, I learned right away how how to walk the walk, talk the talk. Um, and, 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 and be the right person, act the right way, say the right things. Um, but I found myself focused so much on doing those things that I saw what other people did that looked like faith instead of developing this intimate relationship with God, which is where all of our faith stems from. You don't trust someone until you spend a lot of time with them. You don't have confidence in them until you've been through some trials and you see that they do do what they said that they're going to do. You don't have boldness, you know, uh, you don't have boldness that your friend's going to have your back until that friend has had your
you're back through thick and thin. And some of you have those friends and you know, it, other people, you don't have that trust, you don't have that faith, you don't have that belief in them. But you have some people that are always there, they're always with you and you know, and you know they're there for you. And you can be bold about it. And, and we want to get to that place in our spiritual walk with God. But I think we have to take a step back. And what I want us to do today is I want us to take a very hard look at our life, at our heart, at what we think. Are we performing to get God's approval? Or are we trusting and believing that he loves us just where we're at because he knows we're doing the best that we can? I have found, you know, in John chapter 4, it says that we're to worship him in spirit and in truth. And I think that this is a really interesting verse to use to talk about faith. Because we're to worship God in spirit and in truth. And spirit means it's more than just actions. It's more than just ceremony. It's more than just ritual. It's in spirit. It's an, it's, it's an internal. It's our heart that we're worshiping God from our heart. Uh, and in truth and in truth that can have a couple of different meanings for me it has a couple of different meanings one is that god's word is truth and that when i worship him i am taking what it says about him as truth and i'm believing in that i'm trusting in him and i know that god is 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 that because i have this this truth we call the word of god truth uh and and that's how i come and i worship him in line with what the truth says but also I have to be very honest and very truthful with God. And that's a hard thing to do. And I think it's very easy when we when we when, when we're Christians for a while, we, we learn how to look the right way. And it's it takes a lot of humility to be able to say, you know what, right now I'm actually probably not there yet. I want to be, but I'm not. And, I, and that's what I want to talk about. Is it okay? In our belief and in our faith, is it okay to not be perfect? And when we ask it in that way, we all would say, yes, definitely, it's okay. But because of our human nature, because we're human beings, and because we want to please, or maybe that's just me, because yeah, I am definitely a people pleaser. Maybe that's just me. Maybe you're different. I hope you are, because I, I've struggled with this over the years. But am I able to come to God and say, this is where I'm at. And, and for a long time, I didn't think that was okay. I didn't think God was okay with that. I thought God needed me to come to him and, and, and speak to the mountain and only have faith. And if I had any doubting, I just needed to, to pray harder. But really, really, what I, what I feel what needed to happen is I needed to go deeper. Instead of praying harder or reading more, I have found that I needed to go deeper with my walk with God. And that requires being brutally honest, being very um, aware of where I'm at, and coming to God with that. In uh, Luke, let me scroll down here, in Luke, um, oh man, is it down or up? Where is it? It says that we're supposed to, um, we love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all, all of our mind, with all of our might. And you know, heart, right? It's, 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 it's a heart issue, but it's also with all of our soul. And in our soul, we find our emotions. We find, we find that if 
<laughs> like me, we, we have all these emotions. We have some days when we're discouraged. We have some days when we're angry. We have some days when we're hurt. We have some days when we're sad. God wants us to worship him or to love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, everything that we have. And I find that when, when, when we start talking about faith, it's almost like we, we start to act a certain way because we have to have, the, we have, to have um, works that, that align with our faith. But then it's almost like this, this other part over here that's, that's very real, that's very much in our life is ignored because, well, that's, that's bad because that's negative and that's, that's, that's doubt. Uh, and what, what I want to propose to you today is maybe those things are okay. Maybe God doesn't expect you to be perfect. I know, it's a big revelation, right? But we act like it. We act like we have to be perfect, especially when we're in the ministry. We have to be perfect. We have to have all the answers. We have to have everything memorized. And we have to be flawless. And our walk with God isn't, isn't supposed to be that way. I don't feel like it's supposed to be that way. In fact, I feel like when we're not honest about where we're at with our soul, where we're at with our emotions, where we're at with our with our with 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 the the, the discouragements or the struggles of the day, I think that hinders our faith. And so, listen, I'm not saying that we should allow our feelings to lead us or to move us or or to to direct our life, but I also don't think we're supposed to ignore them. I think that they're supposed to be an indicator to us of where we're actually at with our faith. I have struggled to come to God and say, God, I'm struggling with this today. There's two things that happen. When we don't do that, we're not living in truth. We're not being truthful about where we are. And then that's, we're gonna end with this, but. I'll just jump right to it. I don't believe faith is denying reality. I think faith is going to take what's real, what's, what's actually in your life, and curse it. Tell that mountain to be tossed into the sea. Have authority and curse that thing. But then our faith says, but this is what God's promises are. And this is what I believe. And this is what I'm, I'm entrusting God to do. But it's not ignoring those things as if it doesn't exist. So... If we're ignoring that, if we're not living truthful to the reality, what's the opposite of truth? The opposite of truth is lie, right? Truth and lies. If we're not honest, if we can't come to God and say, God, today, this is how it is. Today was horrible. Today was just, you know, if we can't come to him and say that, then we're not living truthfully in front of him or towards him. And we all know, we all know who the father of lies is, right? Satan. Now, I'm not saying that we're jumping in and out of the kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness, but when we're not living truthful and we're living in this kind of like all in an untruthful state, we're, we're, we're like, hey, we're, we're, we're living like, like Satan. We're living in his kingdom and, his, and we're living with his rules. We're, we're walking the way that he walks and God doesn't want us to, look, to walk that way. He wants us to be truthful. He wants us to be honest. He wants us to be genuine. There's so many verses that talk about the genuineness of your faith and, and that we would be, God wants to test our hearts, not so that we can ignore the things that are in our hearts, but so that we can, they can come to light. We can look at them, we can reveal them, and then we can come to God and we can talk to him about them.
this is what happens to me. Number one, when I'm honest, when I'm real, when I'm just laying on the line, like, God, this is where I am, whether it makes you unpleased with me or not, this is just where I am. I have to live in this reality. Um, a couple of thoughts on being honest. And that's, the, that's, that's where God, God says, yeah, now we can, now we can have a conversation. Because if you're going to lie to me, listen, when my son lies to me, it's like, we can talk when you want to talk about what's really going on. But if you're going to lie to me, I, he, when you're ready to tell the truth, come talk to me, right? And, I, and I'm a human being. I know I'm not God. And God treats us with a little bit more grace probably than I have as a human being. But when we come to him in untruth in, in, in with lies, everything's great, God. Everything's great. I'm a man. And God, you're amazing. My life's amazing. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to doubt. He says, well, that's not true. We have to come to him in the truth of our reality. We didn't, we, we didn't become saved by coming to church saying, I got it all together. We got saved by coming to church or coming to God. It doesn't have to be in the church, but coming to God saying, what? I am a sinner. Have forgiveness on me. Today, I'm just going to skip to one of the verses that I love. It's one of the best verses that I have. It's when Jesus was talking to somebody and they, they were asking for healing, asking for a miracle. And Jesus said, you know, do you believe that I can do this? And he says, immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And I think this is an amazing prayer because here, and, and we know, if you read the story, Jesus went on to heal the boys, the, the, the child, the child of the father. And I think this is so beautiful because here he's saying, yeah, I, I believe, I believe you're Jesus. I believe I've been hearing all these things about you doing miracles. I believe, but help my unbelief. There's a little part of my heart that goes, is he going to do it for me? Like, is God gonna take care of me in that way? Like, does he care for me that much that he's gonna do it for me? And he just lays it out on the line. It says that he cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. And that's become my prayer to God is, Lord, I believe. Listen, I don't think we're supposed to, like I said earlier, get off into this, well, I'm having a bad day, and so I'm just gonna let this day be a bad day. No, I'm gonna recognize that I'm having a bad day, and then I go to God and I say, God, having a bad day help me help me I believe in you I believe in your promise I believe that you give us joy and peace and and I, and I even think sadness and anger is a part of our life I think that God created us to feel those things but Lord help me to process things help me to be angry but not sin help me to be sad but not get depressed help me to 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 you know fill in the void where I'm missing that faith where, where, fill in the void where I have this unbelief and this is a little bit different to how I grew up because I felt like if I ever said that I was the worst Christian ever and God was like going to turn his back on me. But actually, God runs to people who are open and honest like that, who are real and genuine because he knows now I'm not dealing with the external uh, uh, actions. I'm dealing with them on the heart level and now I can talk to them. Now I can speak things to them. What happens to me? If I'm having a bad day or if I'm angry or if I'm dealing with something, I'm struggling, if I'm discouraged, 
Now, this is going to go against what probably some faith teachers talk about, and that's okay. Um, I could be wrong. But for me, it's more important to just be gut level honest with God and know, know the verses, know the promises. And that's where I end. I always end there. It's almost like David in the Psalms when he laments. I don't know if the, like a very large portion of the Psalms are, are, are Psalms of lamentation. And there's four steps to um, lamenting. Um, I think I wrote them down. Maybe I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't write those down. That's too bad. But here, you know, we have, um, we see David, he'll come, to, he'll come to God and he'll say the things that he's feeling, the things that he's struggling with. Um, he, 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 he's got level honest with God. And uh, here I have the, I have the four steps of a, of a, of a lament. First thing uh, is to turn to God. And David turns to God and he cries out. He, he's, I, you know, when Psalm 142 says, I pour out my complaint before him. I tell my trouble before him. And, and, he, and, he, and he just lays out what he has for God. Part two is cry for help or complaining. I mean, you go read some of the Psalms and David is just flat, flat out complaining. Number three is to speak the truth. That's the thing that you, you, you gotta understand. If you're gonna be this this honest, I believe if you're gonna be this honest with God and you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna give the negative to him, you gotta know that there's a process. So, so you turn to God, you speak the truth, you complain. I mean, there's times where David's like, man, I want you to just eliminate my enemies. Just God, just judge them because they've been unrighteous. We, we don't say that today, you know? Um, number three is to, to speak the truth of your complaint. And number four is to end trusting in him. And if you go look through the Psalms, they always end, David always ends with, but you, O Lord, are great and mighty, but you, God, are faithful. He always ends with this trust, which is believing. And I believe that's the process that happens to us when we come to him and, and are honest with him. In Psalm chapter 51, verse six, it says, behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. And in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. We all want wisdom. We need wisdom to walk in faith. But I believe we're not, that, that transaction, that, that giving us of wisdom happens at a very deep internal level in our spirit, in our heart. And until we're able to come to God, it says he, it says, behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. Until we're able to be truthful, and to love him and to worship him with our whole heart, which means everything, I think it's hard for God, excuse me, to work on our behalf. I've had this happen in my life. I have uh, come to God and I've just, yeah, I just turned to him. And I'm like, this, I'm discouraged. This is what's going on. And I just, I, I, I don't hold back. <laughs> sense but you know um, and what normally happens what normally happens because oh man it's so amazing because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and he leads us and guides us into all truth right so when we speak something that's real that's a reality for us it is real for us it's real it's not a truth in the sense that that's not where God wants us to live that's not the promise that he has promised us so what I find when I come to God and I'm like, man, God, I'm just this today. I'm struggling. 
uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, I might, maybe it's anger, uh, maybe it's discouragement, maybe it's sadness. Within a minute or two, sometimes maybe it's an hour, the Holy Spirit leads me into God's truth. Because what happens is, he says, yeah, but, you know, I, it's almost like you can feel it. It's almost like I spoke that thing, like, you know, whatever it was that was bothering me or where I was at with the doubt. That's not God's best for us, but it's there. It's my reality, and I can't deny it. Once you speak that out, it's like the Holy Spirit says, mm, but that's not truth. It's your reality, but it's not truth. Like, that's what you're living in right now, and, and it's real for you, but it's not God's truth. It's not God's promise. And, and if I compare me pretending to have this amazing faith and just confess all these amazing things, that leads me down a quiet pathway with God. It seems like he doesn't speak. It seems like he's not leading. And it just seems like I'm just in this, in this middle, middle ground where it's like nothing's happening. When I come to God with my whole heart, right? With my whole soul and just say, God, here it is. This is where I'm at. I don't have enough money for this month. I need help. Help me. I believe. Help my unbelief. Give me the things that I need. As soon as I come to him in truth, very real, very transparent. I'm not hiding anything. We can't hide things from God, but we can. He knows about it, but we can hold it back and not bring it to the table when we're communing and when we're talking with him. When I bring it to him, then, and almost only then, the Holy Spirit begins to speak to me. And the Holy Spirit begins to remind me of the truth, begins to remind me of his word, which is why it's so important for us to get the word put in us. I mean, that's a whole other message, but that truth, the word of God is truth, and it needs to be in us. We need to abide in the word. We need to abide in Christ. We need to have Christ and the word abiding in us. We need to write the, the word of God. You know, the Old Testament says to, to write his commandments on the tablet of our heart. Well, not necessarily the commandments, but his word and his truth in our hearts, because when the Holy Spirit speaks, we're able to go, yeah, that's right, that's that's right, that's truth, that's his promise, that's the truth of the word of God. I'm not living in it, that's okay, because God's moving me there, because the Holy Spirit is supernaturally helping my unbelief. But until I can come to him genuinely, it's like it's a disconnect. And that's kind of the only way I can explain it. You know, I, 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 what I, what I want to say is I don't think faith, faith is not denying our reality, but faith is also not accepting our reality. And, and there, there is this balance of living in, okay, this is my situation, but this is where I'm going. This is where I'm at today. This is not where I'm staying. I'm, I'm going further. I, I'm going, I'm going greater places I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna have greater faith tomorrow I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have, have more promises manifesting in my life tomorrow because I know <clears throat> that that's my trajectory and so I get it that we don't want to be all doubt I'm not saying we should be all doubt I'm not saying that we should we should just you know have a pity party every time we don't feel good that's not what I'm saying but I'm saying we shouldn't deny it either we should say here's my reality 
but this is where I trust you, God. This is where trust trust comes in. In Romans chapter 4, verse 17, it says, uh, and as it is written, uh, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him, God, whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. You know, we love this verse. As Word of Faith people, we love it. But notice this. He didn't deny that there was something dead. Right? He didn't deny it. But he said, hey, he gives life to the dead. And he calls those things which do not exist into existence. And so this is how I pray, okay? This is just me. Six months from now, I might be in a different place. I might teach this totally differently. But right now, this is how I pray. God, here's where I'm at. It's reality. I've learned. i got to come to him in truth. i got to come to him and just be honest, gut level honest. The only person in the Bible that says that he was a man after God's own heart was David. And David is the one that had all these gut-wrenching prayers where you feel like, oh my gosh, this guy is in a state of misery. But he had a heart. He had God's own heart. He was a man after God's own heart. And the only person the Bible says that about. And so here, God, I, listen, because we're in this together, because I know you've got my back, because I know that it's not that your love for me is, it, it is, I do please you through my faith, but denying the existence of things isn't faith. So here, God, here it is. That, that, that's how I become senior. I said that before. I'm a sinner. I've got to deal with that reality. Now God's promise can come into my life. God, I'm, I'm struggling for, for, with, with, what, with whatever it is. But now that I can come to you and just be honest, and you're, and you're my dad, and you listen, and you're loving, and you're kind, and you're like, yeah, I get it, son. Listen, here's, here's the truth, and the Holy Spirit reminds me of these verses. What we do, this is what I think we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, the things that are bad, let's, let's take sickness. Let's take lack in finances instead of saying those things don't exist why don't we curse those things like yeah we curse this we curse the lack we curse the sickness and the disease we curse the things that are not from god we curse these things that are not the, the things that god wants us to be living in and then we call those things into existence that are not we don't take the things that exist and call them into non-existence. God takes the things, he calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So lack, I curse it. Poverty, I curse it in Jesus' name. And I call forth God's provision. I call forth his amazing uh, provision in my life in every area. And if it's not physical money, it's in wisdom and how to make the little bit of money that I have work for this week. And that, I, I believe that is the beginning place of faith. It's the beginning place of believing. And we can't grow until we come to that place of gut level honesty with God. I really hope and pray that this makes sense because it makes sense to me because I live it. This is my life. This has been like, you know, 10, 15 years of struggling like, well, what about works and what about faith and what about these all, all these things that we're supposed to do? Um, and this is how it, it's, it's been integrated into my life. Here's the reality. God, like, 
I'm not there. I don't, I don't know how you guys are receiving this, but for some people, sometimes I feel like you need to tell them that exactly how you are right now is perfectly okay with God. And I want to tell you that right now. Wherever you're at, it's okay. He knows where you're at. And you say, well, I'm not perfect. Yeah. He knows that too. And he's okay with it. Does he want you to live more victorious? Yes. Is he, does he want you just to continue to struggle in life? No. Does he want you to continue, continue um, in sin if that's what you're struggling with? No. But can you come to him right now and say, God, this is the sin in my life. Is he going to kick you out of the room? What's your belief about God? Do you believe that even when you're imperfect, he'll have a conversation with you? And I, I, I do this often. I just tell myself, it's okay. Where I'm at is where I'm at. Mistakes in the past, I can't go back and change. I can only focus on now and the future. And I want you guys to have the freedom. And again, I hope this makes sense, but to have the freedom to be honest, to be genuine, to be pure in heart with God and say, that's where I'm at. But I know what your word says. And this is where I'm going. This is where my faith is. And in the areas, God, where I lack faith and where I don't believe, please help my unbelief. I, I just want to close in prayer because I, I could keep on rambling uh, and we need to close. Anyways, Father, we just thank you uh, for this opportunity again just to share. Lord, I just... I hope my words came across in a way that makes sense and in a way um, that can uh, ring true in the, in the ears of the hearers, Father. And I, I just pray that you would continue to teach us how we can live more in faith and in trusting in you. Lord, increase our trusting in you. Increase our, our ability to, to um, keep our eyes on you, to keep our focus and our faith on you, Father. In, in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Hope that this is a blessing. And uh, I look forward to part two. We're going to talk about James chapter two. And about faith and works. And how that's supposed to work uh, in our life. So till next time. Uh, have a good day, okay? Bless you.